Hey guys, it's Derek. You know who I am? Maybe you don't. I'm the chief disruptor at Disruptor. If you're listening to this podcast, I just want to say, hi mom. Uh, actually, you know, my mom probably doesn't even listen to these anymore. Uh, that's fine. It's not a podcast. Everybody has a podcast. Here's the deal. I want to read the articles that I'm writing. And I do this because I think it's easier sometimes to listen to what somebody has to say rather than spend the time reading. And, you know, selfishly, I know that when I pick up something to read it, oftentimes I'm so distracted because I can multitask or I'm distracted because I'm going to fall asleep. So I felt like this not only eliminates, you know, the the idea of, of falling asleep, it's something you can listen to in the car as you're driving, uh, unless you know it does put you to sleep, then don't do that. But this particular article um, that I'm about to read you is—it means a lot to me. It's one that uh, Fort Wayne Magazine actually called me to ask if they could publish, and it's so meaningful that I thought I would play some inspiring music in the background. Hopefully, that's not too much of a distraction, but it should set the tone. So, this article is called "The Great Resignation," more like the Great Burnout. Six weeks ago, I saw a picture of a great friend sitting around a bonfire alone and on his laptop. It was the end of summer and the sun was setting over the lake and the view was majestic, but it was Saturday night. Knowing how much I care for this person, I put my head in my hands and I began to weep like a child. Kind of weeping where your shoulders shrug so hard they can dislocate. Can you picture that? It was the type of crying you experience when you know how easy it is to relate. At least it was in my case because I was sitting in my office doing the same thing at the exact same time he was. Our friends were over at our house. My kids were outside asking where I was and when I would be off of work. Meanwhile, my amazing wife was holding it down while I did everything I could just to catch up. At the one time, I knew no one would need to reach me on a Saturday night. But this wasn't my company's fault. It wasn't my boss telling me I had to work. If you had told him we were working at that moment, he likely would have called me to say, shut it down now. No, I was on our leadership team, and I was partly responsible for our process, for setting the example and the tone for our culture. I was the one who always told my team how valuable discretionary effort is. I was just as much to blame as anyone else. I was the one that did this to myself. For as long as I can remember, this country has been dissecting the great resignation, trying to understand why so many companies are not only losing people, but more importantly, can't find good people to replace them. I believe it's a fair topic to discuss because I think I think it's a significant problem. Every single fast food restaurant in the small community I live in is only open because they have a drive-through. All the lobbies are closed. Some of them even have a sign on their doors that asks for empathy and understanding from customers. Recently, I heard a story about a grocery store clerk who was sobbing in the restroom because everyone was so rude to her. My brother, who works construction, 
has been six days a week for as long as he cares to remember. When my brother is not putting in six days a week, he's typically putting in at least a dozen hours a day. I could go on and on about teachers and nurses and doctors and factory workers, servers. And don't even get me started on the guy who delivers your packages on Sundays. I mean, that's ridiculous. Without looking anything up, without any data or sources, I would be willing to bet that if you ask a friend who works full-time, they will tell you how pressing their job has been lately. And just for the record, that is my opinion, and it's not a fact. Also, this is technically a blog that I'm reading you, for the record, but I write them as if they're like an op-ed. And op-eds are always more interesting, right? Aren't they? Great, now he's assuming things. Well, whether you're ready or not, here's another opinion. It's our fault. Rather than blame politics or the economy or the pandemic or unemployment benefits, supply chain shortages, or the vaccine, which I figured I would just throw in there. Stop. Why don't we just all accept the blame? Take a big fat look in the mirror and accept that we might actually have a gigantic blind spot. It's our fault it's like this and nobody else's. What if the typical targets for pointing our fingers at were all things that helped us realize it's sooner? A friend of mine once told me that we need to accept the blame for everything if we want to improve. It sounds harsh, but I can see it way more clearly now. It's not about resigning. It's about burning out. The great burnout is when someone is at a crossroads in their career where they have to decide between making a paycheck and not making a paycheck. Think about that. Again, it's an opinion. But know that I say this because I've lived it. I never wanted to quit my job. I never intended on resigning. But I was burned the hell out. I work too much. All the talk over discretionary effort and how it's a sign of a leader has backfired. I mean, our workstations are 10 feet from where we sleep now. We are always accessible. Our productivity is through the roof. And we have created a culture that never stops working. What's the opposite of effort? I looked it up. It's carelessness, laziness, neglect, apathy. And the one I like the best, disregard. Wouldn't it be interesting if your boss called to tell you that she expects to see some discretionary disregard from you this Saturday? I'm guessing you might start to love your job again. Or maybe you'll want to work that much harder during regular working hours. Instead, we throw more money at it. Here's a raise, Derek. Now you're going to have even more money that you can't take your wife out with. Enjoy it. I think the great resignation is a misrepresentation of what is really happening in the workforce. Aside from any other distractions or reasons behind that, in my opinion, it all boils down to time. As leaders, we set the tone for our culture. So when someone witnesses us disrespecting our own time, they start disrespecting theirs. Eventually, our cultures become toxic, and as a result, people get burned out, they quit. If you want to have a culture that gives a damn about your customers, you might want to start giving a damn about your people first. Because when they get out of bed in the morning, I'm guessing it's not because they want to make their company more money or be recognized by their company. 
I mean, those are nice, but it's probably because they want to live their life with the people they love. We weren't put on this earth just to pay bills and die. To me, in my opinion, the great resignation is just another way to throw the blame on anyone but ourselves. People are exhausted. My two cents.